Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, cash the ticket. It is championship weekend. Uh, As I speak, uh, I'd like to let you know that Jim Costa is currently floating past Haiti as his continued never-ending vacation. And across from me, once again, if you missed the preview episode, TJ has freshly inserted uh, his tobacco. Mm. He's good. He's got his dip bottle. TJ Lang, pro bowler to the stars. Protector of Aaron Rodgers. Over under on how many uh, margaritas our friend Cookie's had this week? 11 and a half? You know what's funny? I've only seen him have a drink once. So I don't know if he's actually a drinker. Yeah. He was a very, very old, mature, 30-year-old young man. He's different. (laughs) He he acts like maybe a 60-year-old man. Maybe. Very mature. Yeah, I don't know. He might be a scotch. And I'm not the guy. I don't bother people on their vacation. Like, that's not me. But if you want to text him and start, you know. You see that picture he put out the other day? Him in his onesie? No. Pajama looking. I don't. uh, I don't have social media. What did he do? I'll I'll show you. Can you? It's like a pajama looking onesie. Cue this. Cue this up. Beach kind of vibe to it. Cue this up while I tell the people. Um, A. Uh, any emails, you want to be a part of the Monday Mailbag, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. We're going to preview these championship games. TJ not only going to talk about the games, but TJ is the prop bet guy. This is the guy who sits there and has seven-leg player prop anytime touchdown deals. What? I quit. I <laughs> I quit. <laughs> TJ, would you like to? I told to, you it was bad. Would I you like you. to co-host the I podcast? I told you it was that's, bad. <laughs> holy that's shit! That's a fireball offense. It's unbelievable. That a fireball offense. Second of all, why is he putting that out there? <laughs> that's a good question. If yeah, that's, that's a, that listen, if you're living your life and doing your thing, that's one thing. But why the hell you got to yeah, share that with everybody? Yeah, that one's got to go in the vault. Oh my! All right, not to be shared. So let's get to it now. Look, we'll start out. Let's go three o'clock Sunday, Fox unseasonably warm in Philly. It's looking like 51 and partly sunny. Wild. Eagles laying two and a half to the Niners. You're over under 47. There are 46s and a half out there. There are flat 47s. 47 is a key number when you're betting totals. Um, the board, of course, presented by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. TJ, on surface, you're a lineman, right? This is a game. This is going to be trench warfare. If you like yeah. line play, this is porn. T- take me through this here, because I think the Eagles are one of the only teams that could stand up to San Francisco's D-line. 
And I think the Eagles' D-line is one of the only teams that could stand up to Frisco's O-line. Yeah, it's strength on strength. It is, and it's uh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. I think just the individual matchups that I'm excited to watch, too. You talk about Lane Johnson, perennial all-pro type guy. Uh, Nick Bosa, who's still a young player in this league. Feels like uh, he's played for 10 years. Yeah, it feels like he's been there for a long time based off what his brother's done. But that's going to be an incredible matchup to watch. The flip side, uh, you know, watching Trent Williams going against – uh, you know, Brandon Graham and, and, you know, even Fletcher Cox in the run game. I mean, th- those things are going to be, uh, for us, football fanatics and lovers that Nerds. love the small details yeah. you know, in the trench warfare. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be awesome. But I think that I, I still, you know, a couple days when the line came out, you're looking at it. I still feel the same way about this game as I did at the beginning of the week. I still think it's a, it's it's Brock Purdy's first true road game. Uh, outside, you know, we went to Seattle, we went to Vegas. Okay, you could say what you want about those two. Teams. It's a d- different animal. I, in my mind, he looked my, like shit last week. By the way, too. And in and, and look, you don't go into Philly. I'm not going to give away one of my you know early prop bets yet, but you don't go into Philly and just go in there and throw the ball all over the place. You don't do it. Wait I mean, minute, wait who the fuck do you think you are? I'm not well, going to give away my pick. Well, yeah, what, what do you have? A recorded line? Are you saving it? bets to go together. I know we're going to spend a segment okay, on the Okay, it's a I, pod. I don't want to give away every single detail yet. But look, the fact of the matter is Brock Purdy, I don't think he's going to – I would be surprised, Mike, if San Francisco can go in there and score more than mm, 17 points. And that's why you start looking at this over-under and you're saying, okay, if, you're, if I'm thinking, hey, 14, 17, somewhere in that range, on the flip side, is Philly going to be able to put up 31? Are they well, here's what I don't like about San Francisco. That San Fran defense? San Francisco is only going to rush four. That's the secret to the sauce. It's how Robert Salah did it. It's how D'Amico Ryans does it. They're going to rush four, drop seven. But yeah. here's what I don't like with Frisco, and I think it's a direct mismatch. Their corners against Philly's wideouts. San Francisco's corners are the Achilles heel of that defense. Mm-hmm. Now, Dak Prescott throws the ball right to you. Well, that's different. But I I actually think if San Francisco takes away the run, Jalen Hurts going to run enough. Carefully, he will run enough to extend drives. And I think they're going to be able to throw the ball all over this defense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I don't think that – I think San Fran's going to start with the six-man-in-the-box mentality. And keep uh, but dropping there's no in. Way, there's no way it's going to work, though. I mean, just based off of I – mean, look, we know Jalen Hurts – Still is, based off what we saw last week, not what he's been all season. He was very hesitant, but he's still a threat in the run game. You can't go against a running offense and a running quarterback with six guys. You need to bring in an extra guy uh, that's that's got to take care of the quarterback, yeah. right? Are you going to ask Nick, Nick Bosa to get into, uh, you know, an athlete fest with Jalen Hurts on the edge and say, you take the quarterback? I don't think so. I think they're going to let Nick Bosa do what he does, chase down the line, try to make some of those plays uh, on the backside and take the cutback away. But you're going to have to bring somebody else down that's going to have to account for the quarterback. And look, I think Philly – just all season, every time the, the the creative play calling that they have, every time you think it's hey run run run, yep they're going to run the ball again. Right when they bring that safety down to that box, it's the play action. There you go, Devontae Smith, you know deep post, AJ yep. Brown. You get one on one with him now, as opposed to having help over the top. I just think that San Francisco is going to have a hard time defending that Philly offense like with what we expect to happen, four man rushes and six guys in the box. It's just not going to work. You can do what you want with this too, but four rookie quarterbacks have made a championship game. Uh, they're 0-4 straight up. You can do what you want with it. Um, 
I just, look, this game came out. It was a pick em. It's immediately gone out to two and a half. I don't think you'll see a three. I think if the game touches three, you will see quote-unquote professional money come in and just bomb the Niners. I, I hate public plays, but I'm with you on this. I can't see Brock Purdy. Like, I think if you like the Eagles, you like the over. And I think if you like the Niners, you like the under. There's no, that's their path. There's no way out. Going to have to keep yeah. below 20. Like the Niners are going to have game. to win a 20-17 yeah. to 17 game. Yeah. So, I, I listen, I am, I'm going to play the Eagles. I'm probably walking right into it. Um, I just believe they're the best roster in football. Like Howie Roseman, not the nerd out for the people, but, like, they draft this Myelotta kid in the seventh round. Yeah, and now he's their tackle. Right now he's their tackle for the next decade. I mean, TJ Fletcher. They go out and get Hassan Reddick off the scrap heap. Hey, look, even even Landon Dickerson, a guy who tore his ACL there uh, senior year, Alabama comes in and uh, he's turning into be one of the best guards in the NFL. Boston Scott, like they just stack players. And look, Howie Roseman's drafts aren't nearly as good as John Lynch's, but his acquisitions. Yeah. Are. Yeah. He's unbelievable. So Javon I, Hargrave, I mean, look at what he's done to that dude, defense. I still line. can't believe Pittsburgh let him get away, I but we're, whatever. Yeah. We're nerding out. I am going to take the Eagles lane the two and a half. And if you're asking for a total, I am going to go over. I think the Eagles could get to 30. I do. I don't like this San Francisco defense on the perimeter. I don't. And TJ, if Brock Purdy goes out there and it's a lot of three and outs or negative plays, look. Let's not kid ourselves. Dallas dropped a couple interceptions. I mean, Trevon Diggs had one right in his clavicle and <laughs> dropped it. I, I, if you believe the bloom's coming off the rose for Purdy, it's it's going it to come off. Come off. Yeah. So I'm going Eagles and over. Can't believe I'm doing this. Eagles over forty six and a half. Yeah, I think I would be with you because I think that we're probably looking at. A 31 to... Could 27-20 get us home? Well, it could at 46 (laughs) and a half. But, oh, man, I just go back. You know what, Mike? For the sake of argument, I'm going to take the under in that game. I think Philly gets to 28. I don't think that the... I don't think that San Fran gets more than seven. What's San Francisco's team total? Hold on, because you might be... Because I'm I'm highlighting the TJ Lang uh, brought to you by beer.com. 47 and a half, I would put it... I mean, it's got to be around I got 20. No, no, no. This, this, we'll add this to your prop bet. I need to see this. Let me see. Where are these? There's so many markets. There's a ton. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, I always say There's it with FanDuel, lot. but like, good Christ. I mean, the amount of stuff. Where are the team totals? The over-unders get me every week, though. Right when you think, oh, it's going to be a classic. Div-. Like, look at San Fran a couple weeks ago, right? Oh, the weather out in Cali. Oh, my goodness. They're going to get a foot of rain. You're Look right. at the wind. Right. Oh, no, 45 points just like that. What is the team <laughs> total in this damn thing? <laughs> this is your specialty. They're sp- hard to find sometimes. I am not a total guy only because they're – I think that's the hardest to predict. Like Cookies, cookies had under 19.5 for the Giants last week. It was, it was, it was a really quite a great play, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just think the over-unders for me, I know they're my kryptonite. I just know – it's. For those reasons, hey, this is going to be an offensive shootout. Hey, it's 52 and a half. I don't care. There's going to be 70 points. And by the way, 17 to 13 games. FanDuel <laughs> is running a special here. So you can tell me what you want to do. If you if you are a FanDuel uh, member, you can go to the game and you select the line total points parlay. Now, here's what's interesting. The total points okay. parlay is at 45 and a half, not 46 and a half. 
So if you like the Eagles like I do, and you like the over 46 and a half, if you were willing to put them together, it's plus 230, Eagles minus two and a half, and over 45 and a half. Oh, boy. So it's just one point in value if you wanted it. I'm going to yeah. find that there damn you go. team I got it total. Right here. All right, what on, do you got? On FanDuel, 49ers total points over under 22 and a half. I think that's high. Then you're going under. I think it's high. I would, I would hit the under, and they got the Eagles at 24 and a half. I would take the over on that. Sweet Christ. Can I think you, we're looking at a 27, 17 game. Because if it was 27, 20, I, I wouldn't hit that 46 and a half. I, I, I just, I nothing better time. than imagining the think, score you need. Yeah, I just don't think the, I don't think the, I don't think the 49ers get to 20 points this game. I All just right. Don't. I'm going Eagles laying the two and a half and I'm going over 46 and a half. And if you want to go parlay crazy, you can get that at 45 and a half in that in-game parlay deal. Uh, TJ, you're going Eagles, and you're going... I'm going to go with the under. Under 46 and yeah. a half, and we'll save the team total for your prop segment. Let's get to the late game. And this one I'll have to watch on mute because it's going to be Tony Romo, <laughs> and I'm going to want to light my house on fire. But, oh, now, this boy. spread has gone everywhere, so let me explain this. Wild. This opened Chiefs lay in three, and I mean within five minutes, that was gone. And then it went to two and a half and two and one and a half and one. And then it ended up topping out at Bengals laying two. Then you get the three second clip of Mahomes doing ballet out on the practice field. And now it has swung back. Chiefs laying one. The total in this game opened at 53 and a half. That was gone in an instant. It sits at 47 and a half. What's your initial thought here? I feel the same way I do. I, I did on Monday. I think I still like Cincinnati. Shit. I do. I just think that. And I, I know what you're going to say. Everybody in the world has been on Cincinnati all week uh, for two reasons. I just think that Joe Burrow and Lou Anaromo, for some reason, they win this game. I wanted, to show, you. I wanted to show you the sign we got for cookies. You don't suck at gambling. The players suck at playing. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I like that one. Um uh, I, I still, even though yesterday we saw the clip of Mahomes bouncing around, he looked okay, that's going to affect him during the game. It just is, Mike. And, and I don't know if Kansas City has the playmakers outside of Travis Kelsey, which you know Cincinnati's going to do everything to take away. Right. They're not going to let Patrick Mahomes target him 17 times like the Jaguars did a week ago and right. catch 14 of them. That's not going to happen. Uh, is Kadarius Tony a guy that's going to step up? No. Is MVS or Juju, are those guys that are going to be capable of having big games uh, to get over the top? I just don't know. This is actually two of my favorite props uh, of the weekend are coming from this game. And it's I, I think I've got one commonality when I look at the props. I think it's going to be a high running back receiving weekend. Not a check right? I, I just, you look at Brock Purdy in the Philadelphia yeah. game. I think that, look, Slay and Bradbury last week were targeted seven times in that game against the Giants. Two catches for seven yards. Brock Purdy's going to be – he's going to be shitting his pants a little bit, right? What yeah. do quarterbacks do when they start to panic? They no. look for the check down. They look for their uh, safety valve, so to say, whether that's George Kittle, whether that's Christian McCaffrey, who I think is going to get uh, a lot of targets in the yeah. passing game. But the same thing in this game. You look at Kansas City, I think Andy Reid no, – he's one of the best screen-calling coaches in the NFL, offensive play callers. The way that he designs yeah. running back screens, getting out in the open. I know Pacheco hasn't had a ton of targets – but you combine the fact with 
Cincinnati's defense isn't going to let you just sit back and throw the ball. They're going to come up. They're going to press. They're probably going to double cover Kelsey. You're going to have to be creative with that. And Mahomes, I think, is going to be hurting a little bit, too. He's going to be limited. I don't think he's going to be scrambling around and making – he's probably going to make one or two of them. But he's. I think he's going to try to get the ball out of his hands a little quicker. What okay. are ways to do that? The wide receiver screens – the running back screens. Yeah, or running think, it outright. See, this is the other thing. I think it's interesting you say this because I looked at it and I go, all right, Leslie Frazier ain't coaching in this game. The Chiefs are going to blitz. They're going to press. They're going to get so on you. Burrow's going to get the ball quick. I would assume they will attempt to run it as well because yeah. they showed real physicality with the backups. And if you're Kansas City, let's think about this. What's the best way to do this? Well, A, if your quarterback is a little beat up, you're right. Let's get rid of it quick, but also run the ball. Pacheco was outstanding last week. 12 carries for 93 yeah. yards, physical. Mm-hmm. McKinnon is the guy that they want to throw to. He is. Right, so, on true third down situations, yeah. yes. But this is the game where I think we see more of those on first and second down. But what you just described is game. why I like the under in this game. I think we're going to see a lot of third downs. I agree with you. I don't think we're going to see a lot of explosive plays on either side. I think it's going to be one of those – Rough and tumble, hey, let's get two or three yards first and second. I think there's going to be a lot of third downs. And which for a is lot of people who go, oh, well. well both well, sides of the ball, which is why I think right. hey, there's a good chance you could see these running backs getting a lot of targets. Now, if I told you, hey, Isaiah Pacheco had, uh, last week I think he had one catch for six yards yeah. uh, in that game against Jacksonville. His over-under and receiving yards, six yards. I mean, he'd get one screen and go take take it 10, 12 yards, right? That's What's all you McKinnon need. at? I didn't see. I think McKinnon was right around thirty-five or forty. That's a lot. Might be a little much for me for the running backs, That's but on the lot. flip side, Samaj Perine, his over. He had, I think, uh, gosh, last week they played Buffalo. I think he was in the thirties or four, low forties. His over under on receiving is fifteen and a half. Why do I sense you're going to do an all running back total? I got three of them. <laughs> Par- parlay. <laughs> I got three of them. Um, and I got Christian McCaffrey on the other side, just because I think that Brock Purdy is going to turn into a little check down there, a lot of third downs, and try to get the ball into CMC's hands as much as possible. Here's one note to the under two guys. Like, I love Joe Burrow. He's a fucking assassin. But he's only scored 28 points or more once in his playoff career. Now, that's not a shot. But TJ made the point. Five games? Yeah. Like, I'm a a Lou Edoromo guy. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I, I just think this has got kind of a, 24-20 24-20 written all over it. And I think these teams, you know, people don't associate the Chiefs with defense. Chiefs defense is good as long as Chris Jones is playing. Um, I, I think TJ's right. I think there's going to be more running the ball. But here's why I like the Chiefs. Besides, you're right, planet Earth is on the Bengals, and I don't want to be on that side. I think you can only hide for so long. And what the Bengals are doing with this offensive line is smoke and mirrors. Mm. It really is. Yeah. And Buffalo... When Von Miller was healthy, I think, TJ, they were fourth in pressure rate. And once he got hurt, they were 27th. You're going to Kansas City. And I'm probably letting it play too much. But, like, is Burrow really going to do it back-to-back years? Is he really going to go 4-0 against Mahomes? (laughs) And then you factor in, okay, Leslie (laughs) Frazier is a lot of read and react, a lot of soft cover, a lot of shell, a lot of nonsense. That's the opposite of what the Chiefs do. Yeah. So then I look, okay, Chiefs are going to run some exotics. They're not going to allow a lot of free releases. Now, again, if, if Burrow's got time, there's, he's one of those dudes that can make a throw that you go, oh, my God, he put it in a paint can 30 yards down the field. I just feel like the Bengals with this offensive line, with the issues of losing Collins, losing uh, Williams, losing uh, Kappa, and Karras being debilitated on one leg, 
TJ, don't you believe if it comes crashing down, it's right here? Could be. Yeah. I just could be. I mean, it's not going to last forever. We know that. That's my this point. This is going to be a battle we see for the next decade, probably regular season playoffs. Now, look. Uh, alike. Jim Burrow's Ma- not going to win every single time. If Mahomes is in a wheelchair, I'm going to lose my bet. Here's the one thing that people don't understand about Kansas City, too. I saw this stat this morning. When you think about good pass-rushing defenses, yeah. we tend to think what? San Francisco. We tend to think Philly. We tend to think uh, Dallas, right, with what they've got. Uh, the Chiefs this season hit the quarterback – 198 times. That led the NFL. And who gets hit more than any other QB in football? Joe Burrow. Especially when he doesn't have three of his starting offensive linemen. So that's your path. If you want to sell me on Kansas City, I totally get it. I just think that... I don't want to sell you on it. I'm just saying where I'm at. And I just think that Cincinnati's defense is capable as well well of slowing down Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if this game, uh, one of these... Two team. I don't know if both these teams even get to the twenties, Mike. I think this could, could, could be one of those classic twenty three seventeen type games, twenty four, you know, sixteen type one score games. Yeah. That's that's just going to be a bloodbath. It's what it's been uh, the majority of the past couple seasons, right? Even when these two teams met up, uh, what was it? Just a, a, about a month ago, twenty four twenty. I mean, it was a you know low scoring game as well. Yeah. I think both defenses. Uh, are more than capable of limiting those explosive plays, limiting as many points as possible. It's going to be a slugfest. And who's better in the red zone, uh, you know, out of this, uh, out of these groups, you know? I don't know. I, I know if you take away Travis Kelsey, Kansas City's going to have a hard time. There is there is another part of it, though, where the Bengals have been susceptible on the ground. Uh, the Ravens, back-to-back weeks with no quarterback and no secret as to what they would do, hammered the football. I like this Chiefs O line. I like too. the I like the Andy Reid running scheme and the diversity with the backs. I here's what I'm tinkering with. Look, I like the Chiefs in this game. What's the stronger play? Do you think the under's the strongest thing? What was that at 46? 47 and a half. Higher than the other game. Right. I love wow. the under. Um, I man, I wish I got this on open at 53. Yeah, oh geez. If I'm taking the under in the in the NFC, I think I'm gonna take the under in this one as well. But is the under in the Chiefs Bengal game the play of the weekend? A BGB. Are you familiar with the big game bet? 47 and a half. My big game bets are eight no. I only break them out at select moments through college and NFL. I only had eight big game bets. I've hit all eight. I'm due to lose, and I don't want to force a BGB. But, TJ, we're sitting here, and we just capped the shit out of this game. Now, of course, it'll be 38-37 final, and TJ <laughs> and I get launched into a fucking space pod. But, like, isn't the under 47 a half the move here? It's got to be, I think. Come Even on. Even if it's 27-20. Come on. 24-20, t- 21-17, it's got the feel of that type of makeup. I love this. But I did tell you at the beginning of the show, over-unders are my kryptonite. So if you're going to do that, you do it on your own accord. Don't put, don't, no, don't, don't man, take listen, anything I'm saying. I'm an adult. I, 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 I'm not going to – I ain't mad at you. And I don't guarantee anything. I've just – when I feel super confident, I feel like I'm in a spot, the BGB comes out. I you would feel more comfortable, comfortable in that under than any point spread or the over-under in the NFC Championship. See, I would. I think if I had to, if I had to label mine, I would say I'm most comfortable. Philly minus two and a half would be my first confident bet. Uh, that's very public, very public. I know it is, but I think that the under in this game would be my second. 
All right. Here's, and then I think the I think under in the NFC Championship game would be third. And then this game to pick them, I mean, look, it is what it is. I, I just don't feel, think it's going to be a blowout or no, a no, no, game no, no, by no. any means. But, this but I feel like I'm getting the Chiefs at such a value because I do feel like the line should be three. I do. The Bengals are going in here down three linemen and a fourth one's hurt. And just because they they rolled the Bills – who had the most idiotic defensive game plan I've ever seen. And the Bills played really poorly, too, let's be yeah. fair. And no pass rush. Whatsoever. Listen, I think there's an overreaction here that for most of this week, the Bengals have been favored in Arrowhead. Oh, but Mahomes' ankle. Okay, he's playing. He's going to go see Dr. Feelgood. He's going to He's gonna play. And I don't believe he's going to be totally hobbled. I, I think you said it best. I think they're kind of fucking around a little bit with this whole, if you have a high ankle sprain, you ain't dancing around no. in, in practice. No. Right? Correct. So maybe they're fucking around. It's a false flag. Maybe it's a little bit of smoke they're putting out there. Yeah. I could Which end up looking stupid. I want the Chiefs, and I want under 47 and a half. I'm just tinkering with the big game bet. TJ? Yeah, of course you're saying do it. it. You want to see it, me man. lose? I, I try to. I don't want to see you lose. Normally, I have I to. See you have the nuts. I know. I appreciate Put them right that. Right here. Thank show, you. Show, just just drop them right down show, on the show, table. Show everybody. Show everybody. All right, look. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stick to my guns on this. Under 47 and a half is the big game bet. Love it. Under 47 and a half in that game, and I am gonna take Kansas City. Where are you at in that game? I'm still taking the Bengals. God damn I you. I still am. God I damn just, you. You know Lang. what? I I think. W- Every every reason that I had Sunday night after the games, after the divisional round, told me, play the Bengals. Bengals are the play. And I know a lot of people tend to do agree with me based off of how we saw that line shift and how it's still moving. It's probably going to keep shifting all the way up until kickoff. But I'm just sick of getting burned trying to do the cute thing, trying to go against everybody, trying to come up with reasons to, oh, well, maybe. And look, you have valid points. Me personally, though, I get burned every time I do it. I started with the Bengals Sunday night. You just sat here with I'm a nut lecture, with, and you give me that. I'll shoot you a text Sunday at about 6 o'clock. I might change my mind by then after I see pregame warm-ups. But as of right, right. As of right now, I'm sticking with the Bengals. Over-under on Tony Romo attempting to make a point, but aimlessly trailing off in his speech pattern <laughs> and heading nowhere. Set at 6.5. Oh, I was going to say 11.5, so I'm taking your over. Okay, great. Uh, over-under on Tony Romo moaning like an idiot. Set at 17.5. Yeah, that's going to be once a minute. Is he your least favorite commentator? He's getting there. He's okay. get which is which is weird. It's hard you to loved say. Him at yeah, the start. we talked about it. You know, in the hubba bike, he predicts all the too, plays. He sucks. It's kind of it, like he, he's got a shtick, right? And it's just kind of wearing off a little bit. Totally it's kind of been that out. football for dummies type attitude, and I, now I think people are starting to understand it. And it's like, oh, Jim, all here right, we go. Yeah, we don't need you to tell us what oh, cover two is every single play. We get it. Two high safeties. Yep. Okay. Sitting in a room with Tony <laughs> Romo for twelve hours, or oh. sitting in a room where you're forced to hear the Burger King Whopper song for twelve hours on loop. Burger King. Absolutely. Burger King. I, there's no I don't question. know why it took me so long to think Whopper, about it. Whopper, Whopper, Nothing better. There's nothing better. We did this. Remember last Friday we did this bit, and it was like, can you imagine you lose a, a, a devastating playoff game? Like, you're a Cowboy fan. You're a Giants fan. You're down 30, 28 nothing. Yeah. And they cut to Whopper, Whopper, <laughs> Junior, Whopper. And I'm just like... I, I, I sit there and you. I was able to laugh because I, I, I had Philly with the seven and a half. That doesn't make me a bad fan. It's just you, you got to bet the games the way you're going to bet yeah. them. 
it, it made yeah. me laugh, but I did think about it. Like a couple buddies I have in New York that are like serious, like I will kill you. I couldn't imagine sitting in their living room as it's eat like a king who's <laughs> on a budget. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't, don't want to hear anything happy at that. <laughs> nothing, point. nothing, nothing. nothing. Give me the uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, right. Sad. Right. <laughs> the sad commercial. Right. Giants fans <laughs> living in oil barrels and cages in the woods. Yeah. All right, so we got Casey. My card is Casey laying one, under 47 and a half to BGB, Philly minus two and a half, and over 46 and a half. I'm fully prepared to go 0 and 4. It's going to be exciting. No. Nah, TJ say that. on the picks. Just the picks, then we get to your prop bet fiesta. Yeah. You have Bengals. You have under 47 and a half. Correct. You have Philly minus two and a half, mm-hmm. and you have the under in yes. the Philly game. Yes. Okay, so now, people, I will tell you. And, and again, I never discuss what gets bet and not. It's tacky. No one gives a fuck. I don't care if you bet a dollar, you bet a million. You bet whatever <laughs> you want. But every weekend, TJ will text me these grandiose Hollywood production player prop mega parlays. This guy don't fuck around for anything less than like plus 9,000. So you've created all week. You've said, I'm going to dig in. I'm better than cookies. I'm better looking. I'm a better person, and I'm better at props. And I've said, well, better looking. For sure. I think it depends on your perspective. But the point is, the point (laughs) is. You're an Italian guy. I got it. The point is, listen to me. You said, Mike, I'm locked and loaded. So take me through the player props because people love these. And in the absence of games, people need other things. And I love them too because especially when you get into a weekend like this where there's only two games – uh, you don't have a lot of – you can't go out there and put a six-team, you know, different team parlay together. You got four teams to pick from. But I told you I was going to give you four. <laughs> you are I was a gonna, book stream. I was going to try to pick two from each game. And okay. I think I've got maybe the perfect one that I've done all season. Now, normally the card will look maybe eight, nine, ten deep. Oh, I was hoping look, for one. That's just the type of person that, you know, the plus 120s, the minus 110, they don't whet my appetite. I need to see four digits there. Okay. So okay. I'm going to give you one that is at plus 2,900 right now. Or what you heard it? me talk about the running, the receiving running back weekend. Okay. Right. There's not a lot of high totals either. We saw Samaj Perrine over under set at 15 and a half. I think that he could get that off of two or three catches. Uh, you saw Isaac Pacheco. I already talked about Andy Reid, and I think the screen game, Mahomes trying to get the ball out of his hands quick, especially early in the game. He, he could take one catch, eight yards. I'm hitting the over on Pacheco, six and a half receiving yards. You ready for his over-under on receptions? Probably point five. It's if it's one at and six. a half. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's, if it's at one and a half, then I, but, I feel great. Wait, yeah, but you know what the yards. under is? Under one and a half receptions for Pacheco, minus 185. Yes. Uh, They're telling you he ain't catching two balls, right, so you best I, get eight I'm on just one. I'm telling you, I think it's going to come early in the game. I think okay. I see a screen there. I know or McKinnon's the guy yeah. when they get to third down, so I'm talking more first, second down situations. All right, lay these out. Let's hear these. Samaj Perrine. Hey, last week against the Bills, I think he was 38 yards receiving, I want to say, the first time they played him. I know Joe Mixon didn't play that game. Samaj actually had a really nice day on the ground running. But I think he's going to be a difference maker as well. I think Piran like also said, plays exclusive snaps in their two-minute game. He does. And I'm telling you, I think that Kansas City is not going to do what Jackson – or uh, Kansas City is not going to do what Buffalo did and give Jamar Chase, give T. Higgins – 
10, 12, 15 yards of cushion. They're going to get up on these guys. I think you combine the fact with the Bengals' offensive line's hurting a little bit, that ball's going to have to come out quick as well. I think Perrine's a guy that's looking at uh, maybe four, five, six catches in this game, over-under at 15-and-a-half. I'm taking the over on that as well. Uh, another one we'll get into, Brock Purdy in the other game. Mm. Brock Purdy over-under passing yards, 218-and-a-half. I'm hammering the under on that. Oh, no. Three times this oh, season no. has a quarterback gone into Philly and thrown for over 200 yards. Taylor three? Heineke, three times. Taylor Heineke did it. I think he was at 211. Andy Dalton did it uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago. He was at like 204. And I think Kirk Cousins did it week two, and he was at like 220. Okay? That's it. So that's the most passing yards that they've allowed at home all season, three times going over 200 yards. Brock Purdy, I think, is due for at least one, maybe two interceptions in this game. I don't see a path to him getting to 219, 220 yards. I just don't see it happening, especially with how well the Eagles' corners are playing. We already talked about Slay and Bradbury last week. Uh, you know, two targets, or uh, I'm sorry, two receptions for seven yards that whole game against uh, the Giants. So I, you're going to go under on Brock Purdy's under 218 yards. and a half. Okay. It I've scares got, me because it's high. It is. It high. almost it's feels really like high. it's too easy, and you know how that story ends. And even last week, though, I think, it, you know, what did Brock throw for last week against um, against Dallas? It wasn't much. I don't even know if it was at two hundred. You know, I just think he's playing a definitely playing a better what's secondary. J, what's Jalen Hurts passing yards? Jalen Hurts passing yards. Because I look, I did look at this. I, I think, think it was a little bit of high for me. I to think their take. corners stink, and I do think you can throw the ball downfield on San Francisco schematically. Show me something like two thirty. Here we go. What do you got? Because I think Sirianni, they're not going to sit there and run into a brick wall. Two forty-seven and a half. <sighs> That's that's, that's why that's right number. at that number that I was like big number. <laughs> I'd still leave. they ran for two sixty. Look, they're not running for two sixty nah. again like they did last. I week. think they're going to get them downfield. I here's what I would say: the fact that it's that high, the under looks too easy. I go counter to that. I think over for Hertz. Look, I like the over yeah. in the game, so let me be clear. It might be clouding it, and I am not a prop expert, but I said I'd play ball with you on this. For Hertz, I would. Cookies is going to be so pissed. I would. I've told him I don't want to do prop bet segments, so I'm like, you're on your no, own when you then, do them. Then, then I come in. and Now we're sitting here. <laughs> we're, we're just kibitzing. We're filling 20 minutes on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I'm going to have to think about some more. I just wasn't comfortable with that number yet. I'm going to try to go If it was five. at 230, maybe 225-ish, 230, 245 for him, I think I would take the over. 247 and a half. 47. Watch him go 246 just to spite me. Over. And I took the under in that game, so I think I'm going to lean okay. with it. Uh, the other one, look, I had two here. I wanted to get your input. It was yeah. either George Kittle, and I know I'm taking Brock Purdy's under in 218 and You're going to go over with He's him, He's still going to get to 150, 170, maybe 180. Uh, George Kittle's over-under was set at 45 and a half. See, that's alarmingly low. That's what I thought as well, especially which with makes the way me, that Philadelphia's corners take away your outside guys. Which, You're going to have to work the middle of the field. Oh, God. All right, or here the, here the counterpart, and I kind of juiced this one down. You can, I think McCaffrey's receiving yards were high 30s. I juiced it down a little bit lower odds, but when you combine them, I took him, McCaffrey, over 25 receiving yards. All right, so I want you to lay out 
four, five, six legs. Because the people love it. I can't do a teaser for the people this weekend because we do the four leg yeah. plus 240s. We hit it last week. Um, sixth or seventh one we've hit. I think yeah. we started them in like week eight. This is the five, the five leg. The TJ Lang. This always this is five because I got a juice. Five right leg prop perfection delight. All right, let me hear this. I'm typing this out. Go. All right, Perrine over fifteen. It's Perrine. I've P-Rine. lived with this Whatever. all Perrine. show, Samaj. and I just I'm about to burst. Perrine. It's Samaje. I, I don't like saying Perrine. Fugazi, okay? Fugazi. All right, Perrine. P Ryan, P Ryan, over 15 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to tell you that might be my favorite thing that you've said. He plays yeah, that almost was the, exclusive third downs. Yeah. He plays their two minute drive. End of the first and half, second half. Yeah. He's their pass protector. So if the, if, if, if the Chiefs are bringing it, I don't think Mixon's going to be in there. Could hit him with some quick screens. Over you get, 15 you get, and a half. You get 15 and a half right. if you're P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Three or four catches. I think he's averaging six or seven a game. That's the first leg. Next one Isaiah Pacheco. 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 Uh, he is, I'm taking the over six and a half receiving yards for him. I think Andy Reid is a screen genius. Okay. Mahomes is going to try to get rid of that ball quick. Next. Brock Purdy, under 218.5 passing yards. Okay. I would love for you to put a Pacheco rushing yards in. Yeah. I. What's his total? Come on. Come I'll, on. I'll give it to you in a minute. All I'm right. going to fully spite cookies here by, by partaking in this. <laughs> here we. <clears throat> what is McCaffrey it? over 25 or George Kittle over 47? McCaffrey. Okay. Let's go McCaffrey over 25 receiving yards. I told you, man, it's the weekend of the receiving running backs. Okay. Last one here. I threw this one on just for the cherry on top to get us up to plus 2,900. Anytime touchdown. Oh, Christ. A.J. Brown. Okay. And this is, now, what would it be if you added Pacheco over rushing yards? So you want to go to six? Yeah. We're getting to that Because I territory. think the Chiefs are going to try to hammer the ball. And Pacheco's that physical January, February running back, runs with an edge. He's a guy that helps you close a game. He's a guy that, he- and I still can't get out of my mind, the Bengals against a physical O-line like Baltimore Kansas City has an underrated O-line. I still think there's there's room to be had on the ground. You're going to like this one then. What is I it? think I like it too. Isaiah Pacheco, rushing yards over under, what would you guess? 35 a, and a half? 50 and a half. I'm over. You you know 90, why? He had, what, 96 last week? A totally you know, different do you know defense. why? I get it. Because it looks too high. When it looks too high, you go, oh, well, it's got to be under. No, fly in. You, you fly right too high. It. You fly Gosh, right in. I thought it looked low. Listen, put because the over, only other Chiefs running back that's listed is uh, Jarek McKinnon, and he's at twenty eight point five. So the six leg prop perfection delight. Plug it in. Plug it in. I got gotcha. you. Samaje P. Ryan over fifteen and a half receiving yards. Isaiah Pacheco over six and a half receiving yards. Now I think that's the risk. I think that's the one that's going to screw us. Yeah. Uh, Purdy Good. under 218 and a half passing. Love McCaffrey it. over 25 receiving. Like Anytime touchdown, A.J. Brown and Isaiah Pacheco over 50 and a half rushing yards. What's it pay? Plus 55.90. So plus 5,600. This is wholly irresponsible, people. Don't do anything. No, stupid. no, no. I'm not telling you to go put a. No. Put the mortgage on it. No. Even no. Throw, 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 throw a dime on it. Throw 10 on it. Go make yourself 600. Just that easy, apparently. No, All right. no, I'm just, but it's low risk. Hey, 10 bucks, you know. People, whatever you do, enjoy the games because we're I, running out of I football. Just one more for you. We're adding a seventh? Uh, no, I, if you want to get crazy, we no. will. <laughs> what? I, 
This one. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this one caught my mind. This one caught my eye earlier in the week. Okay, let me get to it. How many defensive touchdowns have we seen this playoff so far? Zero. Is it zero? What's a defensive TD? What's just, that? Just an, you can, any, during the anytime. No, I know what it is. Well, you, can, you have to pick, you know, yes Philly defense, no. San Fran defense. Oh, you can't just say no. In these like two- San Fran defense is plus eight hundred. Oh no, no. Oh my god. I'm looking at that Philly defense plus six hundred. What are you doing? <laughs> that would take this to like plus fifty thousand. Plus forty eight thousand. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I told you. Fucking guy, <laughs> dude. It caught. I'm sitting there saying, we always see a couple defensive touchdowns, like every playoff, pick six, fumble six. If I'm putting this together in my mind, and I think you're on the same page as I am, hey, Brock Purdy, maybe his time to come back to earth. Maybe his time to have a little bit of one of those games, throw a couple turnovers. Maybe, just maybe, one of those goes for a touchdown. Eagles DTD. I'm not playing it. I'm not playing hold it. On, I'm hold not playing hold it. Hold on. Hold on. Here, here's what it is. But I'm telling you, it's sexy. If you sprinkle that in on a secondary one, it takes you to plus 48,000 parlay. Okay? People, I have to end this podcast because this guy up next, Legit. Michael, oh, let I'm me give you kidding, another bro. one. Hold on. Hold on. Fights <laughs> in the stands over under 17.5. What? You're not doing anything else. No, 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 no. That's it. Ross Dwelly, anytime touchdown, plus 3,400. Okay, that's it. That's cash the ticket. This, the tobacco's going to your head. Thank you to TJ Lang. Oh. Cookies floating in the ocean somewhere. Enjoy the games. Rate, review, subscribe. Holy shit. A plus 48,000 parlay. Let's have fun. Player man. prop. Let's it is it. an entertainment oh, product. You remember the rules of gambling. Don't be an asshole. That's cash the ticket. We will talk to you respectfully. We will talk to you. <laughs> next week okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new santa fe is available with h-track all-wheel drive so i can hit the trail without a worry in the world Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.